The Women's Football Podcast, in partnership with Her Game 2. Here we are then. Um, it's a strong looking England team, this, isn't it? Yeah, England are looking really strong. And, and when you look at the Portugal side, you know they, they've suffered a lot of defeats. They, they haven't drew since this time last year, whereas the England squad, they haven't lost since this time last year. Um, so when it, on paper, you know England look much the stronger side and they've got the likes of Katie Robinson and Emily Salmon back, um, who have previously been with the senior side. So it's a very exciting look, actually. Um, and I guess you can see progression from the under 23s to the senior lionesses now so i'm excited to see how they play today um, i saw them play around this time last year as well so to see that progression will be really interesting
one thing I never knew is that the English national anthem is only 45 seconds long, so there we go. So Polly, 20 minutes in, what, what we're saying, not quite as one-sided as we think. No, I would have expected England to dominate a little bit more, but Portugal are playing very defensively and the defence has been a bit scrappy, but England haven't managed to convert in that final third. And I think England need to push for that opening goal because that will give them the confidence. But there have been some great shots on target actually by both sides. Um, so it's actually playing out quite evenly, which I didn't really expect. Bethany from her football hub, what have you made of the first half? Um, it's been a game of good chances for both sides so far. I mean, no one's had any real clear-cut chances, but it's been pretty end-to-end. -end. England just look like they're missing that kind of final clinical move, really. And Port Portugal have been decent, haven't they? They have. They've been really lively. Um, really quick on the counter-attack as well and putting a lot of pressure on England's defenders. It's good to see quite a few like in the main stand as well. It's packed. I was kind of I was thinking might not be a massive crowd, but it's a really good turnout, especially for a freezing cold Monday night. Yeah, just us and the uh, other press people here and a few sat in the stand, that was it. Uh, that was my expectation. Yeah. It was just a handful of people, but there's a full on band going, there's England flags. Good turnout. <laughs> well, we're in the warmth, I'm gonna go back out in the cold, because why not? <laughs> Well, Polly, that didn't take long, did it? Two minutes in the second half and Jessica Naz ran through on goal and scored. Well, yeah, it now seems that the substitution made just before half-time was really worth it. An excellent goal by Jess Naz and she's played a little bit at Spurs but hasn't had much game time this season. So actually for her to get a goal, get some confidence, it's really, really exciting to see. Polly, 20 minutes to go. What, what, what are you thinking? It's interesting because I think ahead of the game I really thought England would dominate a lot more and I think they have in, in some ways but actually Portugal, Portugal have had quite a good few chances particularly in the last 10-15 minutes I think there was a period where it was quite end-to-end -end. Um, but I think it is quite easy, even and I think England will be a little bit disappointed with their performance today because they haven't got the goals that they perhaps anticipated. Yeah, not create loads of chances either have they? Yeah, it's interesting because they've got some really good goal scorers and I think Jess Naz has made a massive difference coming on. 
Um, but Ebony Salmon and, and Katie Robinson couldn't do much. And, and Abby, Aggie Beaver-Jones has been kept quite quiet. So it's, it's been an interesting watch. And I think actually Portugal's defence, it started quite shaky, but it's looked a little bit more assured as the game's gone on. Polly 2-0, we were just saying. They were struggling to get a second, but then Kira Skills rose high at the back post ahead in. Yeah, it was a really nice goal, and it feels like the momentum slightly shifted. Aggie Beaver-Jones had a great run minutes after, after that goal, and it feels like England have a little bit more confidence. They needed that second goal, and it, it's kind of England's game to lose now. It will be difficult to see how Portugal could come back, but anything can happen at football. Poor old Aggie Beaver-Jones has played really well and not scored. <laughs> yeah, it feels like she should be on the score sheet by now. I think her and Jess Naz have both played really well. Um, I think she'll, Aggie Beaver-Jones will get less credit because, you know, she hasn't made the score sheet, but she's created so many opportunities and, and got so close to scoring. So I think she's been good for pressure, though. Um, and that's kind of what you want from a player like her. She really piles the pressure on the Portuguese defence. And although she hasn't got a goal, actually, she's kind of prevented Portugal from gaining momentum and getting confidence because she's really shut them down. Good to see so many players who are playing in the WSL in your squad. Yeah, no, definitely it's super exciting and, and you know, whilst we want to develop players with England, we, we have to uh, credit the clubs with, you know, some of the systems that they're coming through and the support that's in place and it's a really exciting time at the minute. In terms of Katie Robinson, do you have to pick her up at all? Because obviously she's in the World Cup squad and now she's dropped back down to the under-23s. How's she been? Do you know what? She's, she's been superb. I think she's brought a wealth of experience in, into this group and I think how closely the 23s and the seniors work together. Um, you know, just make that transition of players between squads really easy. And great to see a crowd, 15, uh, not 50, yeah, 1,500 here tonight, just coming out to see you. Yeah, no, definitely super excited. And the more people we can get, uh, the more people get to see some really good football and, and it hopefully prepares the players for they step into that senior environment. Aggie, um, obviously, congratulations on the win, but you must have felt really unlucky that you didn't get on the score sheet yourself. Yeah, no, obviously I'm disappointed in myself, but again, credit to the girls who scored minimum chances and you score and sometimes that's what it's like nowadays but 
No, I can obviously work on my finishing and get a few more goals and hopefully next time I play I'll have a few to my name. <laughs> you've had experience in the Championship on loan and, and a lot of the girls have and you've got a really talented squad, haven't you? And that loan spell probably stood you in good stead as well for coming into like the Chelsea environment and into here. Yeah, definitely. I look back at both Bristol and Everton with really fond memories of on and off the pitch stuff. I obviously built a good relationship with both coaches and they've obviously massively helped me develop to where I am today. And obviously being back in that Chelsea squad now, they're the best of the best and I feel myself improving every day. And yeah, it's an exciting time. The Women's Football Podcast, in partnership with Her Game 2.